0: Welcome to the Matt and Dez Experience. Matt and Dez Gonzalez are the founders of Kingdom Culture Ministries, a nonprofit organization that specializes in training, consulting, and resourcing leaders. Join them as they talk about life, family, faith, and all things prophetic. Now let's get
1: to today's episode of the Matt and Dez Experience. Welcome to the Matt and Dez Experience. I'm your co-host, Matt Gonzalez. And I'm your other co-host, Desiree Gonzalez. Today is episode two with our good friends, Lance and Lori Kaufman. So let's go ahead and jump into this. So we left off, you guys. We had just kind of went our separate ways. We had the back alley meeting, the infamous (laughs) (laughs) back alley meeting where uh, we were asked to leave. Or uh, maybe, was it get kicked out?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some, semantics. <Yeah>. Semantics.
1: <laughs> so we, uh, we were leaving and uh, we had to start a school. Uh, actually, we were starting our school at our house. And we had not talked to each other for, I don't know, how many, how many years? Two years. Two years. Was it two years? So after that moment, went our ways, didn't see each other, didn't talk to each other for two years and had no closure. At, at all mm-hmm. there was no closure it was just that meeting went from that meeting to like not seeing each other for two so years nothing.
2: yeah and in the meantime um during the time where we now didn't have a home church we we started looking at different churches started trying out different churches and just of uh, none of them were the same none of them fit we just didn't feel like it just wasn't it yeah. and so we just started getting all these words about planning a church and we're like i literally told matt <laughs> like i fought it for a long time i'm like no 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 and no <laughs> i was resisting it i'm admitting it because i my main reason yeah. was i am not going to be the people that get hurt and bitter and start this home church because you know they you know don't want to be part of a local church like yeah. i i felt like that could be the impression and i just wasn't okay with that cuz that's not who we are that's not our heart i didn't want anyone to think like okay now join our thing over here you know because we're not a part of that
1: church anymore you
2: know i yeah. just didn't want to give that impression
1: i don't so. think i don't think it was no i think you said hell no
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible <laughs>
1: So we we were fighting uh, for months. I mean, everywhere we would go, probably over a year, actually, we would go to meetings and literally be hiding out in the back. And the speaker <laughs> would point us out, saying, Hey, you're supposed to plan the church.
2: So, for the meantime, we were having um, meetings at our house and, and kind of just encounter meetings because we, we still had our college ministry that we were doing on the campus and we had, you know, our school, our students. So, we needed um, an outlet for them to just encounter God. And so, we just started doing meetings. At our house. Well, those meetings became um, <laughs> more than just meetings. It just, God just yeah. starts showing up and, and start growing. And we weren't even trying yeah. to have it grow. But soon enough, you know, within months, it was like our whole bottom floor of our house was filled, you know, with hungry. Yeah. People just wanting to see God, wanting to see a move of God, and so here we are. You know, we're in this move of God, and we're like, you know, it's gr- it's great. And then a few years later, we uh, Matt gets a message. Um, was at
1: facebook right yeah so to back up a little bit we were really wounded anytime you have a situation with that where you're with our best friends and then you just go your separate way we were wounded and uh we actually we 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 kind of hid out in a local church for several months uh Mm -hmm. pastor invited us to go just kind of hang out kind of new situation was friends with both of us uh was friends with me and and lance and we just kind of hung out there for a while just kind of getting some healing because we we were wounded there was some woundedness there and and then um Then we started getting the thing, started getting some healing, and then kind of the whole church thing happened. We're in the middle of of, uh, just a a move of God with the church. We're doing Sunday nights. We called it The Gathering. At that time, it was called The Gathering. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I I believe it it was either a Monday or Tuesday, I get a Facebook message pops up in my inbox, and it says Lance Kaufman. And uh, we weren't even friends on Facebook uh, at the time. You unfriended me. <laughs> you weren't blocked, though. <laughs> You're probably right. You were blocked. <laughs> and, and, and I get an inbox saying, hey, can we meet? I know it's been a long time. And and uh, can we meet? Would you guys be... Can we get together? I, I don't remember everything. I could probably look it up. But, um, <laughs> you know, that would be crazy if it's still there. Um, but, yeah, we, anyway. we, we were meeting... You invited us to your office. Uh, you guys had just taken over a new church. Uh-huh. And then uh, kind of what happened from there?
3: Yeah, I mean, life kind of went on, you know, and um, for two years we didn't talk. No email, texts, no no messages, nothing. I mean, absolute silence. So we went from being very much in each other's lives to nothing, you know. And again, and by this time I validated my decisions, whatever. Big problem was this, probably another episode, was the same spirit that we were filling, Um Prior to that, when you guys left, that same spirit was still there, and um, we didn't have any friends there to help us walk through that season. But that's a whole other issue. Um, but anyways, we, um, I was, I remember praying at the altar one day. We just moved into a new sanctuary, and I was, you know, praying those spiritual prayers. Lord, I want more of you, more fire, and send revival. You know, those good, you know, spicy prayers. And uh, and I, the Lord spoke so clearly to me, he says, you want a move of God, you want revival, Mm -hmm. you want more of me, and you won't even reach out to your best friends and say sorry. And I immediately went into everything that was what I, the fences that I was carrying. And the Lord says, don't worry about those, just take responsibility for the pain you caused. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I I don't want to. And I had this battle in my mind, and I, I remember messaging Lori, she worked at the prison, I said, this is what just happened, should I reach out to him? And she's like, of course you should. And um, and I listened. And so, honestly, I reached out via Facebook and um, sent them the message. And here's what I thought. I thought, they're going to say heck to the no. Or as Des would say, hell no. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little fun with it. But, you know, I really didn't think nothing would come of it. And I thought, you know what? At least I did my part taking the high road. Closure can move on. Yeah. But then God. I think they said we'll be there in a few minutes.
0: Yeah, I just want to say that um, we we continued on, and you guys continued on. But there yeah. was a grieving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. like we were. Deep I behavior. I call it like we were limping along. Like we just weren't who we were called. We weren't who we were yeah. meant to be. Yeah. We continued in in that um, in you know building church and this and that. But we were limping. We were mm. we were grieving. We missed you tremendously, and yeah, we had a vision of what we were called to build together, and it wasn't that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. that.
1: So yeah. I know we were same I mean we really miss having people like yourselves cuz the relationship for us was I mean uh even though we had our disagreements and we split and I think towards the end uh, you know, just to be transparent, I think I didn't feel as safe as I once felt around you guys. Mm-hmm. There was an aspect when we were together, there was a safety. I just felt safe. You That's guys just right. felt, mm-hmm. you know, it was amazing. Not having that, that really does a lot. Having those people in your life that you can just trust that are there, that you're doing life with, that you're running with, that there's a there's a safety there that you don't get from anywhere else. And not mm-hmm. having that, it was really, really hard. And mm-hmm. it was, it was, missed. it was like, it's like a piece of your heart's Gone, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. it's missing. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, I remember uh, you inviting us to the office and we walking in, and the first thing I noticed was a Dallas Cowboy. I was like, Oh man, are we really here? Uh, he got some Dallas Cowboy stuff up, and I'm like, Oh, Come and on. then some Dodger stuff. And that, that's how you know it's God when you have a Dodger, a LA Dodger fan, and a San Francisco Giants fan <laughs> doing life together. That's God. And I remember just going into the office and I remember you starting by saying, an encounter you had at Bethel you got invited mm. to leadership events and uh, you're at Bethel and and you were praying something or you were asking yeah the conversation going on with God do you remember that
3: yeah that all ties into the same thing you know and it really um pushed us into that direction like we have to we have to um make this right like mm-hmm. like God was inviting us we couldn't stand where we we're at anymore yeah we got to the point where we built a church and it was growing and things were fine, had a big building and all that, but it just didn't satisfy. We knew there was more. There had to be more. And we felt empty inside. We we felt so empty inside. And, um, you know, but we knew you guys carried something that we desperately needed. Um, and when you weren't there anymore, we became so aware of what we needed. Not just that, it, it, that, but the friendship, all of that. Um, and so that part of that was coming out and reaching out. Um, to you guys I remember you're the first person we had an encounter with God and we told the Lord hey we're going after mm-hmm. um, this move of God whatever yeah. the cost whatever the price was on I-5 the long stretch between Bethel and Sacramento whatever the cost is we're going to pay it and we had no mm-hmm. idea what that meant mm-hmm. no idea and then we you know we re- I reached out to me. I think I t- I know for a fact I texted you at mm-hmm. night and we we'd already you know connected yeah. a little bit but said hey man we had an encounter and we're going to go after this thing yeah and I remember uh that. yeah yeah
1: And so being in your office, I just remember, you know, us just repenting to one another. Yeah. It was me, Des, and you. And Lori was at work. Lori was at work. Mm -hmm. And I just remember the only other time I can explain the presence of healing that I felt was the first time I got saved. Mm -hmm. I remember at Lakeview Assembly 1994 where my father and us, we went to an altar and I just felt such a healing. And I never felt that until that moment we were in your office on Fremont Fremont yeah it was the Fremont, Fremont yeah yeah Fremont mm-hmm. street and we're sitting in your office and I just remember crying I mean it was it was like it uh it was like a bunch of weight being lifted off
2: yeah mm. and and I I think I may have said this that day but like whatever forgiveness had to be done we had done it long before that day but we didn't realize how desperately we needed like yeah. those words and yeah. so when you Literally just said, hey, I know this. We haven't seen each other in a while, yeah. um, you know, but, you know, piece of our heart has been missing, basically. And mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't even have to utter any, <laughs> basically hardly anything out of your mouth. And we're like crying and we're like, yeah. of course, of course yeah. we forgive you. Like, and then we just exchange, you know, mm-hmm. and it was powerful. It
1: was powerful. You, you don't realize how, and I re- and this has really helped me even just in leading like Desert saying you don't realize we were in a in the, we were in a invisible prison. It's like we were in a prison cell that we could not see. But it was like the moment you said those words, things came to light like, whoa, I didn't realize how much I right. needed that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's been a principle we actually this is the core value principle we learn in that moment because we teach it so many times that if you get wounded in a relationship Going to an altar receiving one prayer can help start the process, but the full healing doesn't take place until it's in the context of another relationship. That's right. Yeah. And I learned it at that moment because I didn't realize in that moment how much we needed that relationship back with you guys. Right. And I mean, we cried. I think, I I don't know if we, did we go out to lunch after that? Because usually we we, we're pretty good at going out. (laughs) We we probably did. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
3: sure we did. Yeah yeah there was a lot of tears man there was a lot of tears and i you know and i share the story with so many people now but one of the main parts was that i don't even think we've ever done it to this day and it's been years now um like it was never about like you did this to me or i did that to you it was never like when you did that it was it was it was just i take full responsibility for the pain that i caused Mm -hmm. you guys and it was just that and Mm -hmm. then you know i think that was both ways because you never came at at myself or us with any of that either, we we are very aware yeah. of what happened right And yeah. uh, you know so
1: yeah, and I remember taking responsibility because I remember even on the way out, I'd said I remember one situation we were sitting down and and I happened to use an analogy about the majors and minors major league and minor league and and it was was the dumbest example but it was it was no no, it really was I
2: remember and Laura you feel me on this I remember leaving that no it was and I was like what the heck did you
1: do that for
2: why would you say that
1: it it brought disconnection I just remember just some of those situations where I'm like man you know what I know I did a lot of things wrong and just be able to ask you guys forgiveness for that because at the same time you know um, I could have been a safe person too. This is, you know, it goes yeah. bo- it goes both ways, and right. and you know, um, it, I just wasn't, and so we started that. Rela- we just it was healing, and then we got together with the four of you guys, mm-hmm. and I think we did a dinner or, or we did something, and it, of course you know, we did, and it was know, just meal. It that was, was a just common theme right it now. It was just fun to have our 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 best friends back in our life. I mean, and so I think what happened from that point, we just started hanging out. Yeah, I
0: remember we did, like, lunches a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was pregnant with the twins at the time.
1: Yeah, Started doing a lot of lunches. And then it led to, I think you invited me to come speak. Yeah. Yeah. So you invited me to come speak. And I was just like, whoa. I remember being, I mean, at this time, I had been traveling, speaking a lot. But I was so nervous. Man, I was like, I had so much butterflies. Like, you invited me to come, you know, share your pulpit at the Life Church. And I remember coming, speaking. And then we invited you guys out to come speak at uh, the gathering on a Sunday night. and we just kind of built that relationship once again. We, it was all back on relationship, mm-hmm. had nothing to do with ministry, yeah. even though we did some ministry stuff as far as you coming out and, and inviting uh, you out to us and then coming to you. And I think we, we did it a couple times, mm-hmm. yep. sharing pulpits. And then...
3: But we, did, we, we didn't want to do ministry together again. We yeah. were just focusing on, let's just restore relationship mm-hmm. and yep. let's keep it there.
1: Yep, and that's where it was. It was just like our, our relationship, our friendship, and I think I even remember taking a trip up to uh, Apple Hill with you guys. Yeah. Maybe you know there's some some stuff like
2: and the logical thing that that most people would think is you have your relationship restored that's all you, that's all you need right? right like the logical thing is why on earth would you ever consider merging your churches <laughs> and getting back together that capacity that is too risky
1: right. that is way too risky so we're not even going to go there right
2: yeah but then something happened.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we
1: were actually, I remember we were, um, I think it was just me and you, Lance. Mm-hmm. I, we were getting ready. To, I was getting ready to, to lead a team to uh, mm-hmm. Barcelona. And I remember going to BJ's. I think we did lunch at BJ's and we were just kind of talking. And we had set a meeting up for when I got back mm-hmm. to just hang out. It was like a Starbucks meeting. I think right. yeah. we were going to uh, uh, chat together. Yeah. And um, so we were having lunch. Man, everything's around food, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So we um, had that meeting, went to Barcelona. I'm in Barcelona. At this time, I think our relationship would be restored probably for about a year. I think it's probably around, somewhere around there because I know it was longer than just something uh,
3: happened before that at that moment. That we were feeling
0: something, but we didn't want we were scared to say nothing,
3: put it on the table. But we realized though, this is powerful. I want to make sure people get this was that originally our goal was to get our relationship back to where it was. Mm -hmm. Yes, so in regular ways of thinking, par is the goal, like let's get it to where it was, equal to where it was in the kingdom, it can surpass where it was. Yeah. And there was a time in there, about after a year, we realized our relationship just wasn't restored. It was better than it was before. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was it was a big deal. True. Yeah,
1: it sure. was, and it was healing for us because I know we, had, even though we planted church, we were at a hard season. We yeah. were at a really hard. I remember being so stressed. Oh my gosh!
2: Out. I I just had wow. the twins. You know, during that time, and so of course we have. We have three kids under three, you know, and it was just intense. You know, we're leading a church, we're leading a school, we're, you know, have three babies and, I was like at my capacity and I was just like, oh, thank the Lord. We have friends in our life again, you know, because when you're leaders, you know, it can be a lonely place if you don't have those relationships that you can just do life and have fun and, you know, that kind of thing. So that was restored and it was just, Mm -hmm. it was awesome.
1: And it's kind of like a running joke in Christian ministry, which we should do an episode on. But, you know, it is lonely when you're a passionate leader. You know, we had some fathers and mentors and then we were leading people, but we didn't have any peers. A lot, yeah. Right, and that was the hardest thing, especially in campus ministry, with having peers, friends that you can just run with, do life with. You have those people pouring into you, and you have those people that you're pouring out into. But there is a need for those friends. That There's sounds a like need another episode coming for for those peers. Yeah. You know, when you don't have that, it gets lonely. Mm-hmm. It gets really, really lonely. And so to be able to have you guys back, it was like gold. It really was gold to have our relationship back, doing life. So we're going to Barcelona and leading the team. Why I'm in Barcelona, I have a dream. In the dream, I'm at the altar, the four of us me Des Lance and Lori and we're at a, in a church we're in the church building and we're at an altar and God's standing before us and he's performing a marriage <laughs> I wake up I'm like what the heck you and I remember calling Des for that well I mean Barcelona <laughs> I remember calling Des I'm like this is crazy I don't know I mean it's self-explanatory I don't know what yeah. like how that's gonna happen if that's even something they want it just caused so many questions to arise and like, anxiety yeah and anxiety
2: like <laughs> yeah. how
1: when what lo- you know all of it like you know we have our friendship why would you want to take a chance to ruin it right. again like like, yeah. like, you know, are we going to put this on risk and so I remember coming back and we had a uh, kind of like a, a bromance date and no, I'm just like no I'm just kidding we, we, had,
3: we had a because we married now yeah a, a gathering we had a
1: gathering uh, that we were going to hang out and we were going to have a dream session just kind of talking about you know uh, just our personal stuff it was at yeah. Starbucks I leave was on Fremont again and we sat there and I remember coming and say, hey I had this crazy encounter I remember yeah. you saying like I had an encounter well
3: like glory said yeah like we were feeling something yeah and we were fighting that with everything in us for for so many different reasons well, yeah
0: that we we loved the friendship so much we were afraid to yeah. like do we put ourselves out on the table and yeah. then risk mm-hmm. rejection right yep. and then the other thing is we don't want to ruin the what we have right yeah. now because it was so special and right. we didn't want to yeah, totally take
3: that and so we're like we're not going to say anything because first of all we thought you would be like heck no <laughs> like no so we didn't want to say that because of rejection issues but yes. uh, <laughs> But I remember, I, I, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but we both had this sense that God was up to something yep. more. Yeah. And that He wanted more. And I think we uh, kind of said, Show your heart. Yeah. And, uh, I and I was
1: like, No, you share your heart first. Yeah. I like, know you share your no, heart you first. Go first. Yeah. <laughs> because
3: we were scared, like, what if they don't want what we want? And yeah. vice versa. And it was kind of like, okay, we'll throw it out there on the table. But we totally understand. If you don't want to do it, we get it. We, you know. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, let's pray about it. So I think we took a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. So we, we, we shared a counter and then we, we took a couple. Couple of weeks of prayer about it. So the strategy was that we would bring our staff together and we'd have a prayer meeting. It was on a, I don't know if it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. I can't remember. And we brought all our staffs together and it was crazy. You remember that night? Oh,
3: yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: Like God showed up. There it was, was awesome. just presence, glory, angelic. Uh, I mean, I mean, just...
2: You know, it's, it, this is part, one of my favorite parts of this this part of the story is that, you know, when you're a leader um, and you're, you have people in your church or community and you make a decision like this, they're watching, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and this these kinds of decisions are not just about you. They don't just affect you. That's right. Yeah. And so they've, right. our staff, their staff, they've watched us reconcile over yeah. the past year. They've watched us go to each other's churches. They've yeah. watched us. And then so when we presented this idea to our staff, you know, they were protective. uh, Yeah. At first, at first, like, okay, we know what happened. (laughs) We know what happened the first time, you know, are you guys sure? You know? And so
3: (laughs) we got that question. (laughs) That was the common question.
2: Yeah. And so we got to experience this together and Mm -hmm. I, obviously we don't, we're not perfect in it and we don't know what we were doing, but all we knew was that God was speaking and we were going to, we were going to do what he's asking us to do, you know?
1: And after that prayer night and yeah. just the radical encounters that showed up that night, our staff were like, yes, this is yeah. God. Yeah. yeah, We're all in.
3: Yeah, I'll never forget. We're sitting there. First time I ever met Joe Pony. <laughs> yep.
1: And, <laughs> yep.
3: And, you know, after I got over, you know, how amazed I was by his eyebrows. <laughs> and <my> nose, uh, <laughs> he sits back and he's a young guy yeah. and uh, younger then. And uh, I'm quite a few years older. And he, <laughs> with his hands folded, looks me in the eye and says, well, what are you going to do to make sure this never happens again? Mm. And I thought, you little punk. (laughs) (laughs) You're not not old enough to ask those kind of questions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a good question, you know, because I don't even know if we knew what we wanted. We were just kind of exploring what could be and might be and kind of just seeing what would happen. So
1: So from that point, we had our uh, staffs together and then we decided, hey, well, let's do this. You guys have a building. We have a building. Let's Bring our families together, our church families together. You guys meet Sunday morning. We already meet Sunday night. So let's just do this. just test this out. We're going to do our Sunday night meeting. You guys would be a part of that. that would be like our Sunday night service together. Then you guys, we'd come to your Sunday morning service. And so we did this for, I don't know, a short period. It was a short period and Mm -hmm. it was going good. Like God was showing up. But the thing was people were still at odds like are you part of Life Church You're part of the gathering it was almost like yeah if, if, which side are you on yeah, yeah, which side are you on and so there was still that aspect yeah, even though like our it.
3: relationship was good things were going good well we had Life Church in the morning Yep, gathering at night and
0: then there was new people coming right. in the mix I'm like, who in the heck
3: are confused. we I don't
1: know who any of you are <laughs> and then the word spread in the region that yeah you know, the Gonzalez's and the Kaufman's are back together because our story, because we had, we had influence in the reason before we split and people mm-hmm. saw that. And then they saw the split mm-hmm. and then seeing us back together, it caused a lot of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. All right. They're back together. So you had people coming, like, like sneak it in to see what the scoop was. No, you know how, I know how it does in Christian culture. Sometimes <laughs> people want Susp- to scoop. Suspicious saints, <laughs> suspicious <laughs> saints. So here we are back together doing our services. And then we had a, we had a, a real conversation with you guys. We're like, okay, Hey, this is what's happening. Like we're building something together, and we're good. But our folks, there's still a separation. And I don't know who whose idea it was. I I I don't know. It might have been yours, Lance. I'm pretty sure. Was it a good one? Yeah, it was a good (laughs) one. It was like, you know, uh, we might want to kind of sit back and think about treating this as a new church plant. Yeah. Start all over. Start all over. Like like, hey, let's be willing. So everything, all the equity we built in the gathering, lay it down. The equity you guys built over the years of the life chart. I mean, this was a big decision to be able yeah. to lay everything you work for down. Huge.
3: Absolutely. yeah. And
1: you guys had more invested than we did. I mean, we were just, I mean, we had, we yeah. had a lot of invested as far as, but you had more years and in equity invested with you guys and to make that decision. Well,
3: we had just been given um, a year prior, a $3 million building and uh fully renovated and so it was just a lot of different things involved yeah
1: yeah and so a lot invested and we just said okay are we willing to lay this down and i think at the same time you were you were you had a uh, you guys had more of an an investment because of the fact that not only was the building but i remember at the time the lord was speaking to you that you know if we're going to do this together we're going to step away from the denomination yes
0: yeah
1: and then you were a major player in that denomination i mean as far as you know being a regional director and so there was a not yeah. to lay down yeah. but I say all that because the relationship was worth it mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. it was worth it so we said okay let's go for it let's, let's let's start a new church plant
3: well that's when I knew for me um and I'll say us but it was you know basically more me I had all the issues Laurie didn't <laughs> um, I say same thing about Dennis <laughs> I had all the issues she did not it. it's true <laughs> But, um, you know, this was the first, um, you know, real testing ground for me to see where my value system mm. really was. Because wow. you can have core values, but they mean nothing unless they're tested. Yeah. And so here I am. Are we willing to walk away from stuff? And remember, I, I had in me the idea of success being tangible mm. things, buildings. You can touch it. You can see it. And yeah. here we are, a $3 million property. It was in the hood, but it was still a $3 million <laughs> property. Come on. You know, are we going to walk away from that stuff? in the name of relationship
1: wow
3: and so for me it was like i knew i was aware like you're either gonna flunk this test or pass it and and i don't think i've ever shared this but i thought for me it was my breaking point internally because i thought man i get a second chance man yeah wow and i thought this is a second chance to to do it right with people i love and i remember in my mind saying you better not Blow this one, man. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I love what you just said because there. I know we, we talk about things. You know, everything in life has a price. <laughs> and was it worth it? Is rel was relationship worth? Because. Even some of the things that you were going to have to fight were from leaders in the denomination that right. that you know there would probably be some things towards you, possibly because yeah. of just the price. You're going to have to pay the things you're going to lay down. You're sure you're going to do this again. And so <sighs> there was a lot uh, uh, of equity, a lot of things that you invested. And even our, our, our end, I mean, there was stuff that we invested in. People were still like, are you sure you know, you have those people? And we just we, we, we shut out the voices. You had to. And we listened to the voice of God. And, yeah. you know, as a, as a prophetic voice and as, as a prophet, one of the things I realized was that the nature of every New Testament prophet and prophetic was a spirit of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be in all in on this. If the message of the New Testament is reconciling people back to God, he's in on this. Absolutely. And so we said, yes, we're going for this.
3: We were so surprised. I remember all of us talking, and I know us individually as a couple, surprised, overwhelmingly surprised how many people didn't clap for this. And we didn't do yeah. it for their applause, but My, not a lot of people supported it. Like We were so yeah. excited about this reconciliation, and we actually had pastors and ministers and friends try to talk us out of it. Yep. And I'm like, this is so Jesus and so kingdom yep. and so yep. Christian. what Christianity is built on, and here we have Christian leaders trying to talk us out of reconciliation
2: we had the
0: same thing we had the same thing i think it's because we were pioneering something new in our region and then also it it caused others to question relationships that they were in the same place that were maybe severed the wrong way and so it may be quite it maybe maybe they felt conviction like oh my gosh i need to re re this relationship or yeah maybe Mm i you know it kind of put it Mm -hmm. i don't know it did
1: no it drew a line yeah Yeah. it drew a line I gotta deal with my stuff now like if this is possible it now means it's possible for everything else yes and I think that was the pride but we actually started seeing that so yeah. we, we got together long story short and we came up with the idea of planning the innovation church because innovation was actually the right language to what we were building it was new it was bringing mm-hmm. everything together and I remember sitting down and what we what we did and this was just uh, we teach us. now I teach us the leaders and, and learn so much I've actually learned so much from you guys and just I remember uh, sitting there and, 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 and we talked about like hey let's not talk about necessarily what we did wrong mm-hmm. right. let's talk about what we're going to do right now. That's it. Let's create core values around where we want to go, not where we've been. Right. Yeah. And I know you guys were instrumental in that, and then we we were able to bring some core values, and and we also discussed our role. We did like we right. knew our strengths this time, and we're like, okay, this is our strength. This yep. is how we're going to do it. And we started seeing the move of God again. I remember the first time we came out mm-hmm. as Innovation Church, we had about five six hundred people show up. <laughs> Tons of people. The looky loos were st- all over the I place. I still have the
3: picture. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then a couple weeks later, we were down to like, about fifty. Well, maybe. <laughs> No, serious. <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? 45th. Well, no. <laughs> so, you know, it's those moments
2: where you're like, wait a minute. Lord, yeah. we know we heard you. Yeah. And <laughs> we know this is worth it.
1: But how are we going to pay the rent? How are we going to pay salaries? You know? Right. Like, yeah. It's real. It's real. And that's the price we were willing to pay for a relationship yeah. because yeah. I remember on both sides, when we came back together, people could, there's people who couldn't handle it. They're like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's true. We lost, yeah. you know, folks. Oh, a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. It's worth it.
3: It really was. It is. Yeah.
1: And so we restarted a church and we did that. And uh, it was amazing. I mean, we, we, I mean, the reconciliation, the healing, it was so powerful. What happened was we now gained authority in the spirit. In the area of reconciliation. And we were seeing fruit of, of families being reconciled, leaders being reconciled, yeah. started Lower. something in the region. Yeah. And then we started a regional meeting. Right. Where we were bringing leaders together. It was yeah. sons and fathers coming together at a yeah. regional event. Yeah. And it, it was, was just so amazing. I mean, that, that's the power of reconciliation is that when you can bring reconciliation to the table mm-hmm. and have the authority, it begins to overflow into others.
3: There's something powerful, though, when you talk to leaders and you, you, you kind of disarm them and you give them permission to be wrong, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and be vulnerable and, you know, just, just let it all out. Open yourself up and stop trying to be right and, and, and do what's right. And uh, we saw that all over, you know, some some ran with it, some fought it. But for me, I think the the magnitude of the impact of what we did by coming back together, for me, was when we were in Romania Yes. and we saw, um, we did a pastor's retreat and we fully covered it. Innovation Church did, you know, covered all the pastors. They didn't know who was coming. They just got these yep. free tickets to go to a conference. And, um, but these were guys and gals and families that hadn't talked in years. Mm. Yep. And we brought our message over and it was so fun watching them show up in the the lobby like what are you doing here what are you doing here what are you doing here and um you know and uh we just straight up i think it was the first time we shared our story the rawest version um ever and we just kind of dropped the mic wasn't a thing yet then but uh (laughs) but we dropped the mic and we left and for hours we heard crying and brokenness and reconciliation and repentance at the altar in that conference and we realized you know this thing is so much bigger than just the four of us coming back together. but To this
1: day, that was probably, I can count on my head, one of the most powerful encounters I've ever had in a meeting. Because part of the background for that is, you know, being in Romania, there's a lot, uh, you know, they, them coming out of communism. Yeah. And there's just a lot of backstory that, that kind of drove a lot of leaders apart. And to hear from other leaders, I mean, people coming to this gathering that have not talked for years. Right. And I remember the presence of our story because we, we told our, we told the raw version of our story. Right. And the healing of leaders crying with one another hmm. that day, it, you know, to me, this is how you can prove this is the kingdom. There are things that we do in North America church that can work at any church culture, but because they're church culture things. They're they're Christendom. But this is the fruit of the kingdom. Come on. Is when it doesn't just work in North America. Right. It can cross international borders and begin to work in Romania. Yeah. And this is what we paid the price for was reconciliation was its kingdom. Mm-hmm. And we begin to see the kingdom
3: manifest there with yeah. the leaders. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it to this day. So powerful.
1: Wow, 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 yeah. wow.
3: And to this day, they, um, um, they have a, a, I don't know... Um, a time where they all get together, Yeah. you know, and they created a platform on That's Facebook cool. where they exchange, you know, uh, events and they're connected again and running with each other again. Powerful.
1: I got to tell you guys, this has been outside of, uh, this has been the third best decision I've ever made in my life. Mm. First one serving God, second one was marrying this beautiful <laughs> white chocolate queen oh, over here.
3: You want us to leave? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And the third one was saying yes to you guys. Yeah. Like wow. your guys' friendship is um hey, I'm gonna start crying. Yeah. <laughs> You know, getting back together with you guys has yeah. um just the impact it's had on our kids. Right. You know, sometimes as a yeah. leader you don't realize your decisions are not just based on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That there are others that as a leader you're leading that receive the fruit of your decisions. Right. Including your own family. And um, it's been that's it one of the best decisions we've ever made, and and uh, you guys are our best friends.
3: I oh, and, and vice versa. I mean, hands down, way. best decision. You know, and it's our kids had a front row seat in this whole yeah. story. Yeah.
2: yep and your kids are a little older, so right. they they yeah. know the whole uh, story.
3: They were aware, you yeah. know, like Mendez were yeah. in our family. Now they're not. What happened? Uh, oh, Matt got silly guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably some truth in that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he's the minor league thing. Oh, and he's out man! Of here, no. You know, but it, it, you were there, and then they were gone, and then yeah. you're back, and so they got to see yeah. the fullness of uh, of the kingdom, and not just theory, but they saw it fleshed out. They saw yeah. the risk involved. They saw you know the value system shift, and and our prayer was, and it's manifested since, was that they would see the value in relationships, like yeah. relationship yeah. is the most valuable thing, and so here we are today. And um, and you guys said it, best decision we've we've ever made. and um, we we'll would do it all over again, maybe yeah. well, not the not the alley part, <laughs> that, but, uh, yeah,
1: God had to bring us back together for us to be able not only to have our friendship our relationship build family with you guys but it was the next installment to our destiny mm-hmm. right and Absolutely. there's a whole another episode we can do on the transition part because we were working together yeah and then we all transitioned but our relationship mm-hmm. right it's still been a cornerstone yeah. of our, our friendship mm-hmm. and so right.
2: now we can be each other's greatest cheerleaders you know Absolutely. it's just it's fun and if you don't have friends that when you're having a hard day you can send funny memes to <laughs> and just crack some <laughs> jokes you know yes. then you are missing out (laughs) (laughs) you need those
1: friends yes yeah Yeah. well awesome well guys today has been a treat being able to share with you guys these mics to the listener and just this powerful story that has not only impacted our lives the lives of so many other are there any last thoughts you guys would like to leave the listener today
3: you know what Um, to the leaders out there listening I mean get healthy Mm. just get healthy and check your value system come on um, ask yourself why am I doing this why am I building this I had a mentor ask me once and that you were in the you were in the we were asked the same question yeah he said what do you want your legacy to be and for the first time it was not building it was an establishment it was relationship it was so different and so I would say just ask yourself why do I want the things I want and put relationship on the top rung of your ladder in your life so
0: yeah and i would just say um one of the things that we learned, it became a value was what kingdom family looks like. Kingdom looks Come like on. family. And we're, when you when you create a kingdom culture um, and a family culture, then people are at their best. Mm. And we were in the wrong system for what we were called Ooh. to build. And so um, none of us were at our best in the structure that we were in. But when we built family, we knew each other's hearts. And so we always believed the best for each other. Even if you know we would call each other and we had to have conversations the always knowing and th- and that we're for each other. Yeah. And um, I mean, our lives have blossomed mm-hmm. since we came back together. We're no longer grieving. We're better than we were. We're better leaders. We're better yes. Um, yes. in every area of our life um, because we learned kingdom values, kingdom principles, and that we're building what we were called to build, which is family. and And that looks like risk. It looks like being vulnerable. It looks like being transparent. Yeah. It looks like so saying, I'm like... sorry. It looks like I know your heart. Come on. I I'm, this is maybe what I heard but I know the heart and always connecting with the heart and not assuming the worst but assuming the best that's
1: good so good yeah. and just for the listener today there is so much presence in this room right now just the presence of living God mm. and I thank you Lord that the nature of breakthrough is that when our personal breakthroughs uh, we're able to release those that become corporate breakthroughs so we just say to the listener right now mm-hmm. we just say any relationship that has been in conflict, where there's needed reconciliation, whether it's in a church relationship, a personal relationship, a family relationship. We just release this breakthrough through the airwaves right now. We say the spirit of reconciliation come on you in every area and that your relationships will be reconciled because of the breakthrough in the testimony you heard today. And Father, we just release that now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. So, uh Lance and Lord you guys now are uh just planted a new work, a, a, actually a, a resource movement in Lodi, California called Inspired Church. You also have a co- one of the most amazing <laughs> coffee shops in Lodi called Inspired so many things, you guys hope initiative, all these things you guys are going on. So if you guys could talk about that just for a moment, um, would you just tell the listener how they could actually continue to follow you guys, glean from you and check out your resources?
3: Yeah, we're in in an exciting time of transition. Just launched um, Inspire Church, more of a movement um, um, than anything, a resource center, as Matt said. But uh, just launched in Lodi, California. We really believe there's a a revival hub waiting to break out there, revival well. And we're going after it. And uh, you can get any information on that, um, iclodi.org. And uh, also... We have the Dream Summit coming up in March, March 20th and Come 21st. On. We have Tim Story, um, Kelly Cardenas, um, all, all kinds of folks coming out uh, to be a part of that. That's an event for Christian um, entrepreneurs, kingdom, marketplace people. So if you want more information on that, thedreamsummit.org. And that's March 2020, correct? Yeah, March 20. yeah.
1: Come on. What about you, Lori?
0: Yes, um, I uh, launched a, a nonprofit called The Hope Initiative, and we have a heart for education and awareness and rescue and restoration of victims of human trafficking and so our big dream is to have a home a restoration home but um, we are um, passionate about um, seeing people set free and healed and um, yeah seeing their dreams come true and literally um, we just have the most amazing stories and testimonies that have been happening and um, out of just being in the right place and doing what he's called us to do and so, yeah, on. I'm super passionate about and that. And they can
1: find that is you guys oh, have a website?
2: your website is hopeinit.org.
0: Awesome, Come awesome.
1: On. Well, we got to do a couple more episodes, guys. This is We have so much more to talk about. Thank
2: you guys so much for coming on today. Of
1: and course. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for being on the show. And you guys can check the show notes to uh, check out how you can continue to follow and glean from Lance and Lori Kaufman. Hey, if this podcast has enriched your life, make sure to subscribe. Would you share this podcast with a friend or family member as it will help us to extend our reach? Thank you for listening to this show. Until next time, this is Matt Gonzalez. And this is Desiree Gonzalez. We are out. Be blessed.